Welcome in to the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com for Saturday, December 4th. We're going to take a look at the late pick four all-graded stakes up at Aqueduct in New York. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keelan's Director of Wagering Development. Jim, this starts with the grade three go for one in the seventh race. Phillies and Mayors three and up going a flat mile on the main track. Who do you like in a go for one? Well, I thought of the four races, this was the easiest one for me to figure out. I liked a couple of horses in here. I like Sharp Star, Seven Horse for Jose Ortiz, is the defending champion in this race. And uh, three for four at the mile, two for six at Aqueduct, uh, including a win in the go for one last year on a sloppy racetrack. But uh, she's in great form right now with a 92 buyer last time out. Uh, she does like a sloppy track. I don't think she'll catch that on Saturday, but she's very consistent. And uh, I, I really like her on top here. Can make a case for Lady Rocket for Brad Cox and our Red Ortiz uh, in the best form of her career with back-to-back 94 buyers at Belmont, uh, one in a grade two in the Gallant Bloom, went, went behind Bella Sophia, who wound up running in the uh, Breeders' Cup sprint, I think, uh, uh, Breeders' Cup distaff. So this one um, I, I narrowed down, and uh, I'm, I think it's pretty easy. Sharp Star over Lady Rocket. The other horses in here I think would have to really step up to uh, to contend. Uh, Miss Marissa, you can make a case for her. Uh, cutting back from uh, longer distances, but I'm not sure that a mile is her best uh, race. So I'm, I'm going to stick with those two, Lady Rocket and my top choice, Sharp Star. Ended up on Lady Rocket. Uh, those last two were her best fire speed figures, and especially like the performance second to Bella Sophia, uh, who was uh, one of the leading contenders going into the Breeders' Cup Philly and Mayor Sprint. I like that uh, Ired Ortiz keeps the mount on this one. So... Uh, Lady Rocket for me, uh, then I've got Sharp Star on my ticket, uh, Truth Hurts, two for three at a mile, two for three at Aqueduct, and uh, second start off a break. And then Miss Marissa, turning back from longer distances, uh, I like that angle for seven furlong or one turn, one mile races, so she's cutting back. And she's also won a great two, the uh, Dell Cap, and uh, that was a day when the big favorite Bonnie South didn't really fire, but nevertheless, uh, she's a great two winner, so I'm going to take all four of those when we get to the pick four, but Lady Rocket is the win pick for me. Eighth race, the grade two Remsen for two-year-olds, and it's a mile and an eighth. There's one for the boys, one for the girls, both a mile and an eighth. In the Remsen, I ended up on Judge Davis from the Shippagahee Barn. This horse was third in a grade three. I think could be better around two turns at this mile and an eighth distance. Adding blinkers uh, here, and that's a good angle for sure. Don't have a strong opinion on this race, but um, I just think the, uh, the mile and an eighth could be right in this horse's wheelhouse. Who, who, that's me. I had a bit of an experience edge and an 89 buyer last time. Uh, Mo Donegal from the Pletcher Barn certainly merits respect. And then uh, I'm going to use Zandon also, just a maiden winner, but it's the Chad Brown Barn. I was uh, reading a story in the racing form about uh, this one, and they, uh, Chad Brown was saying that he thought this horse was really going to excel at longer distances and was actually surprised that he got up and won, at, I think it was six furlongs in the debut. So uh, they jumped through him right into a grade two of a six furlong maiden win for Chad Brown to make that move suggests a lot of confidence in this horse. So I'm going to definitely put him on my ticket as well. How about you for the Remsen? Same four horses, a little bit different order. I like who who that's me for Jorge Abreu. Uh, I thought that Sleepy Hollow race uh, last time sets him up perfect. Uh, sets him up perfectly for this 87 buyer. And uh, you mentioned the uh, uh, 
basically the experience edge with four races already under his belt. Uh, that's a big deal when you look at these other horses. A couple of these other that I like are coming off maiden wins, including Zandon. I would rank uh, him second behind who, who's that me because uh, he overcame a lot of trouble in that first race. You said that Chad really liked this horse. He hit the gate uh, at the start. And uh, there's only seven horses there, but he was in six coming out of the gate and won by uh, one and a half at six furlongs, and he ought to like to have fallen eight uh, out of upstart. So I think um, uh, that horse, uh, who, who that's me, Judge Davis, and Mo Donegal coming off a of baden win, but Pletcher and Ortiz, you've got to throw him in there. And the other one that I think has a shot that just lost by a length and a half to Mo Donegal and might like to stretch out to mile and eight is uh, from another mother. Uh, a lot of speed. Uh, Franco takes the mount uh, uh, from Rosario, uh, who, who winds up on Zanton. So uh, not a bad substitute. So wide open race, I think, but I'm going to go with those four horses as well. I saw a note on Twitter, actually, as we record this, uh, that it was from Dave Grinning, who was the New York writer for the Racing Forum, and uh, he said Ron Anderson, Rosario's agent, had reported that Joel was injured in a spill yesterday and is going to be off for a few weeks. So oh, he did will not be- know that. Off, uh, I just saw that this morning. So he will be off his mounts as we take this on uh, Friday morning. So uh, everyone can factor that into their uh, handicapping as well. If you're picking one just on the on the basis that it's uh, Joel Rosario, then uh, you may want to reconsider that. Uh, let's go to the ninth race, the Grade Two Demoiselle for two-year-old fillies at a in an eighth. How do you see that one? I thought this one was open as well, and I narrowed it down to four. Uh, Magic Circle is my pick for Rudy Rod and uh, Manny Franco. Only got beat a half a length in the tempted listed stakes that's uh, prepped for this. And um, ran behind Echo Zulu and Gerrymander in the Frisette. Uh The other two races have been very impressive. So I like Magic Circle quite a bit here. But I'm also going to use Nest for Todd Pletcher, who only was three-quarters of length off the winner in the tempted. Nostalgic for Belmont, although she got a really bad – uh, buyer number 48 in that first race. I can't imagine it was that bad. Uh, there were eight horses in there, and, and she won by seven and three quarters. So the horse that ran second probably got a 15. So um, I, I can't imagine that number's correct. Bill Mott's always better second out, so I'm going to throw Nostalgic in there. And Venti Valentine for Jorge Abreu, uh, two for two, including a win in the Made of Mist last time out at Belmont on a sloppy track. So Four deep there, but Magic Circle, the seven, is my pick. I'm going to take Nest in the uh, Demoiselle. She was third in the Tempted behind uh, Magic Circle, but she's by Curlin, and I think she's going to love going longer. Uh, I think she's out of an APMD mayor. So uh, going this mile in an eighth, I think Nest is going to be awfully tough in here. Um, Magic Circle is a close second. She took Deco Zulu and then uh, the second in the Tempted. So it was between those two, but I went to Nest on the pedigree angle. Tap the Faith was an impressive maiden winner for Clement and uh, cost a lot as a yearling. Rosario was slated to ride now with him injured. Somebody else could get the mount. Um, but uh, Tap the Faith could be really good. Nostalgic's got a mediocre speed figure, but it's Mott and Godolphin, so I think i got to throw that one in there just on that angle. If you want to go one deeper, there's a 30-to-1 shot you could consider called Full Count Felicia. Still a maiden, but is steadily improving and has a pedigree being by Warfront to handle dirt. So if you want to really swing for the fences, you could throw that one in there. Um, but I'm going to take Nest. Now, Jim, that gets us to the grade one cigar mile handicap at a flat mile for three-year-olds and up. 
and uh, this was a well-matched group. I had trouble narrowing this, or you know, settling on somebody. Who did you land on? I agree with you. I thought this was the toughest race in the sequence. It's a really nice, um, you know, it's a grade one, so it should be a nice race, and I can't eliminate very many horses at all. I think uh, Independence Hall, uh, coming out of that Fayette, uh, although it was on a sloppy track, and that maybe that's not going to happen on Saturday, but uh, the buyer progression, all the things point to this horse being really at the top of his game, and I'm going to pick him on top here. When we get to pick four, I've got plenty of money left, so I'm going to go way deep. Um, Ginobili's interesting to me. Uh, ran a nice second in the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile to life's good. Life is good. It would be three to five in here. And Ginobili, although he lost but five and three quarters, he was within a length at the top of the stretch and uh, was wide all the way around and, and really ran a nice race to get a 99 buyer. And he's got two 102 and 104 to back that up. Olympiad is lightly raced for Bill Mott and won last time out at Keeneland. Code of Honors, back class uh, in the Fayette, uh, got beat by Independence Hall, but uh, that was a sloppy track he may not have cared for. And if you go back to the Kelso last year at Belmont, he, he ran a mile in a 106 buyer. So and Code of Honors got a big shot. American Revolution's got a big shot coming out that 108 buyer uh, at Belmont, again, on a sloppy track. And following C for Pletcher and Velasquez coming out of the Breeders' Cup Sprint got beat by Aloha West and uh, Dr. Shivel and following C, but it was only a length and a half out. So it's going to go really deep when I get there, but uh, I think Independence Hall would be my pick if you made me pick a winner in the Cigar Mile. I, uh, I think you could make a case to take them all in here, certainly on a, a multi-race ticket, but I could narrow it down confidently in other races to enable me to do that here. So I ended up going more narrow in this race and taking Code of Honor over American Revolution, and those will be the two I'm going to use in the pick four. Code of Honor's got a good record of a mile. You mentioned the Kelso, how impressive that was. If he could run back to that 106 buyer, he'd be good enough to win this, I think. In first and second, 12 of 19 starts. And, you know, Sugar McGahee and this horse didn't have to run here. I mean, they could have, I think it's going to be his last start. They could have gone ahead and just uh, shut it down if, he, if they didn't think he could get back to something close to his best. So the fact that uh, he shows up here uh, off a, you know, a subpar effort, uh, I'm going to uh, put my confidence in showing and take code of honor. I think you'll get a decent price, too, because of that last race. And the American Revolution was the other one I liked. Just, I think that 108 buyer, you could say it was you know just because it was the sloppy track and lesser competition. But you look at the pattern of this horse, it's believe that 108 is believable off the pattern. He's had three, three really good works, turning back from three mile and eighth races, so should be plenty good. I'm going to use those two, but uh, I could be talked into about anybody else in the race, uh, too, if I uh, had the budget for the ticket. So my pick four is 1267 with 1237 with 4567 with 34, and that's a $64 ticket. Um, what's your ticket look like? We have completely different ticket constructions for the same amount. Um, I singled the seven in the first leg, uh, Shark Star, which leaves me a whole lot of money to play with the rest of the way. So I do the one, two, three, seven, same horses you used uh, in the Remsen. In the Demoiselle, I went three, four, five, seven, and I am going to take all in the Cigar Mile. Uh, so that's a $64 ticket, seven with one, two, three, seven, with three, four, five, seven, with all. 
And one thing you need to remember, uh, we, we pushed the pick four on here, but the pick six at Aqueduct on Saturday has a nearly a $750,000 carryover. It's not paid out for three days in a row. They had some really wild prices on Friday. So the pick six starts in the fifth race. I don't have an opinion on those races. There's a couple of maiden races starting off the pick six in the fifth and sixth. But um, uh, Bill Mott has a couple of nice horses in the fifth race that you might can narrow that one down. But the pick six is going to be probably a 4 to $5 million pool on Saturday. Best of luck with your wagers on the Saturday cards, uh, whether you're playing there, the Claiming Crown at Gulfstream, or somewhere else. For Jim Goodman, I'm Tom Leach, and that's the In the Money podcast for Keelan Collect.